Hi, I'm Martin Seymour and welcome to my podcast, Swimming in the Blue Ocean, the podcast for small business people everywhere. Hi, it's Martin here today. Um, just thought I'd go through something that came up at work and it, it, it's something that I've, I've known about for a while and not it, it's something that I'm not really comfortable with. But people say, salespeople, um, when do you stop? When you're going to know, when do you stop asking? And for me, and it's an amazing stat that 47% of people stop asking after they receive the first no. So in other words, the first time somebody rejects your offer, whatever that may be, you don't follow up. So basically half the people uh, that try and sell anything um, give up after the first no, the first refusal. And that person was obviously me as well. I was always taught, oh, don't, don't, uh, your clients are busy, don't, don't, don't pester your clients with, with sales requests. They only go against you. And if it's a new client, even a new client, I wouldn't bother with, with uh, following up. And I would, I would actually follow up, but I, I, I was always slightly frightened of uh, becoming somebody that was a forceful salesman, you know, one of these high-pressure salesmen, which I'm not, and definitely not. And if you're listening to this now and think, well, I'm in business, I'm not a salesperson, well, I've got news for you, you are. If you're an entrepreneur or you run your own business, you are a salesperson. Just as you're an accountant, you're a human resources expert, you're all these things. But sales is probably one of the things that you actually should focus on because that will drive your business. But that's just by the way. But so 40% of the people um, stop after the first no. So how many times should we? So I've been doing some research and most of the people you come across, salespeople that so-called experts in in this field will say that it takes six or seven times to get a yes. That seems incredible to me. And then we've all got we've all given instances where that's really not true that you've you've actually quoted somebody and they've gone yes that's it. Well that was easy. But then when you think back on it, well how many times do you have to ask? Usually, I mean I would follow up now on a quotation. Various ways. I wouldn't bug people, but I'd use email. I, I would use phone. Um, but it would be three or four times without without stopping. And so then I'm falling short because it should be six or seven. And uh, the, the stats are only 12% of people follow up after the fourth time. Well, again, that's, again, that's something that, thinking about it, I probably would be one of those 12% that would wouldn't or not would not be one of those twelve percent because I wouldn't follow up after the fourth time. And it, something happened this week actually that I had an inquiry way back earlier in the year for a service that we offer, and it was quite a nice inquiry for a large company. And so we did the right thing, chatted to them on the phone. We had a meeting on the phone. Uh, we had an email, two or three emails, and everything was good. And the person said, "Look, I'm just new in the job. I'm really busy." But by the time we get to July, August, things were quieting down. I mean, she was in a marketing role. So let's chat then and we can take this further. So that, that's what I did. I'd stopped 
by then probably had about four interactions, including the uh, video call. And so July, I spoke to her and, oh, yeah, I'm just busy, but uh, so it went on. It didn't really happen. So I followed up um, last week with something, no, two weeks ago. And then no, I got nothing back. So I rang her last week and it was a weird thing. It was as if I'd never spoken to this woman at all. And she said, oh, yeah, well, she sort of vaguely recognised me. And then I explained what we did and what the offer was. She became strangely interested again, as if, well, I didn't really know you, but this is interesting. Now, bearing in mind that I had had four or five interactions with her before then, so slightly worrying that she'd, uh, she'd obviously not taken any notice of any of these. But I'm guessing that you have to realise that these people are really busy and this is a small... Though it was important to me, this would be a very good uh, sale for me. But it, it, it proved to me that really it was very small on her radar. And so what I, we chatted and we had quite a long chat, actually. And then I've sent an email without any reaction. So this week I will follow up uh, again, which just shows you that we're well into the six and seven on this. And hopefully, hopefully that... This week I'll speak to her and we can move this forward. But it may not be the case, but it, it, it illustrates the fact that, you know, people do forget. They do forget um, They do forget that you the importance of this to you because obviously you're looking for the sale and it might be something that they thought about, uh, well, I haven't got the money quite now, so I'll forget about it. And then they start the buying process all over again. So if you haven't been in contact they will start and look elsewhere. And I've done that myself. You, you've looked at something or maybe something online. And then I think, oh, I can't do that at the moment. I'll look at it. And then when you start again, you think, well, what did I look at before? And then you go a different route. So, But if you keep in constant contact, and you needn't be bugging these people, but it's just different ways of doing it, drip feeding your uh, message to them in different ways, then you've got a good chance of getting the sale if they indeed buy I did hear, and this is sort of slightly different, but I did hear that somebody said that if you tweet the same tweet seven times, which you might think, and I would have thought would have been annoying, that you get the same open rates on the seventh time as the first. And the theory behind that was that people just don't see them. So what's new to the, the first people on the first tweet is new to the, the people on the seventh time it was tweeted. So it shows you that people don't always follow these things through. And so really, when does no mean yes? Does it mean the first time? Quite clearly it doesn't. So I would recommend, even if you're not, like me, I was sort of frightened to ask more than once. But once you get over that and you realise that you've got to do this, you've got to follow up more than once, more than twice, and you really, if you've got time, it's got to be over four or five times to make any impression, then you've got to be in it for the long long run and you've got to see this out because people will drift off and in a month's time they've forgotten who you are and they'll look elsewhere. So make sure you keep in contact and hopefully that will bring some good results. So let me know if you've had any instances of um, you getting sort of the order after six or seven times when it's worked for you. If it hasn't, um, also let me know on that. I'd be interested to know. 
let me know your fears if you're happy doing that. If you're not happy with that, um, I'd just be interested to know. So, so when when does no mean yes? That's the answer today. Let's let's work on that one. So until next time, it's me, Martin Seymour. Thank you very much for listening. Please subscribe to my podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. You can leave comments uh, about this podcast or anything interesting about your business or stories you have to tell about small business. Leave them below or you can even leave a voice message. So it's bye from me, Martin Seymour, and you have been listening to Swimming in the Blue Ocean.